are listening to the Pucks Out Here podcast with Puckington the God. Woo! Woo! I give like a daddy, like a, a a following grace period. You know what I'm saying? Like after I hit the follow, you know what I'm saying? She's got a good 24 to 48 uh, to 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 hit the follow back. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like a couple pics, drop a comment. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't fucking acknowledge that a legend has hit you with the follow and kind of, you know, gave you this uh, 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 virtual cosign, then I got to fucking dip. I got to get I got to get out. So but don't get me wrong, dude. All the baddies, I give them a grace period. You know what I'm saying? I give them a goddamn grace period. But you know what I'm saying? We're fucking out here. Episode four. Pucky Info, you know what time it is. Uh, thank you for goddamn tuning in back into the pod. If you uh, have peeped all the other ones, you know, the podcast is going well, but it's also like the uh, the inaugural season of the XFL. Okay, back in 2001, right? The 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 XFL, when it started, everybody was hype about the first game, right? And everybody tuned in, and it was sold out, and the viewership was like, it broke records, da 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 Not that we did that, but, okay, that's what it was on the first game. Everybody was just eyes on it, right? Then the second week, well, they saw what the product was, and in the second week, it had a little less more followers or viewers. And then the next week, it had a little less more viewers. And in the next week, it had a little less more viewers until we don't see it for fucking 20 years, okay? Uh, so, you know, whatever. I appreciate it regardless. We're not here to do the views, baby, okay? We're here to fucking get it popping and fucking talk that shit and fucking goddamn give the world just, like, the real, okay? We're bringing the goddamn real back, dude. Speaking of the real, I fucking had a wild moment with my goddamn neighbor, uh, the other day, dude. Now, let me just tell you, I've lived in this dump about seven years, right? Uh, so me and this cat that lives next to me, he's like a 40, probably something year old dude, maybe almost 50 lives by himself. But me and him are the only people that have like stayed, uh, like have stayed here the whole seven years. Everybody else around us have moved or it's been new people, but me and him are the only people that have been here the full seven years, right? But we do not talk. This guy does not like me. And you know me. I'm emotional. If I fucking wave to you and you give me a head down or something like that, I'm fucking instantly want you to die and your whole family to die, right? So, uh, and that's what it, it had, had happened, right? When I first moved in here, I was giving some waves. I was trying to be cool. And uh, he was not having any of it. Uh, and then one time my dog was like in the, uh, in the road, right? And he's like doing this in the car, right? And I'm just like, so literally for seven years, we have just absolutely gave each other dirty looks bad vibes i've yelled through the wall like all kind of shit right um so yeah bad so fast forward i fucking ordered doordash the other night right and i leave my phone up here well i don't know if i've told you but doordash is is a great at vetting their employees okay so I told this cat, leave it on the porch table. What do I do when I open the door? It's on the goddamn ground, half over, the fucking milkshake, all this shit, right? So I'm like, fuck, I don't have any shoes on this shit. So I'm not trying to go out with my fucking bare feet and get this shit, right? So I kind of hold on to the door, the side of the door panel, and I kind of want to lean out with one hand, grab it, pick it up, and then drive back, right? So when I do that, I go on one foot, and I kind of grab it, and kind of, 
kind of like, I don't know if you've seen the meme of the Leslie dude that's like the little gay dude, but he like comes around the door, right? He's like hanging on to the door. So that's kind of what I was doing, but to grab the food that was on the ground. So I do that and I go to grab it. Well, I'm on one foot. So it's kind of like a goddamn teeter totter in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So I'm down on the left and I try to get it. And when I go about all the halfway down, I realize, uh oh we're fucked because I'm on that one foot and I don't have enough strength to get myself back up because I don't have my other foot to push. And I, so, and as this is happening, I'm stuck, but I'm also falling slowly. Like, like if I would like a little bit, I would, it's like slowly, slowly, slowly sliding, sliding, sliding. And I'm thinking, fuck, if I go on the ground, then we really got a problem, right? We got a call. Like it's going to be terrible. So I don't have my phone. I can't do anything. I'm stuck in this position, food right there, and I had no choice but to start yelling, help, 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 and nobody comes, and I yell again, help, help, can somebody help, as I'm sliding, and the door opens. And to the right of me, who do I see? You guessed it. The neighbor that's been here for seven years that we don't fucking like each other. Okay? And he looks directly at me. Dirty as hell. And I, I was like, yo, dude, I'm sorry. Can you please uh, put me back in my, just like give me a little push? Because I just needed like a little pop. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm down here on the teeter-totter. All you got to do is give a little Then he's fucking back in his chair, right? So... Uh, so I'm fucking stuck and I'm like, yo, dude, can you please, uh, just help me just, uh, push back in my, uh, chair. I don't have my phone. I'm trying to get this food on the ground. Da, 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 da. And I'm like this the whole time in the door. And he doesn't say a word. Look, gives me a dirty look, walks over, taps me up. Boom. Perfect. I get back in the chair. Totally saved my life. And is gave me, even picks up the food, gives me the food, the milkshake. And you know me, I'm like, thank you, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like seven years culminated into this moment. And I'm like, yo, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. Thank you. He's saying nothing during this time. So it's making me like even feel more guilty and more like worried. And I'm just like, dude, I'm, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Says nothing. Shuts the door of the screen door and literally walks back to his apartment. No words said at all. So that was a while when he really saved my, my shit, man. So shout out to him. And that's just a lesson, man. It's just a, uh, what a life lesson, dude. What a life fucking lesson. I don't necessarily know the exact lesson, but, uh, but it was one. Okay. It was one. So, you know what I'm saying? But we hear, like I said, episode four, Thank you for viewing, even though each episode is going down in viewers. Don't get it twisted. I definitely wish that I was a goddamn, you know, regular fucking non... I, I had this argument with my homie. I was like, dude, I'd rather just be like a non-creative person that didn't make anything and be stable and just go about life at like a regular ass job and shit and not be crazy than be a creative and be able to do like the crazy shit because I love it. But the other side of it is just absolutely fucking insane you know what i'm saying and also possibly i you know was raised by a mom who liked penis and pinot grigio more than she liked raising her son so you know it is what it is and i was with my yo it's my grandma the other day first of all 
shout out to my grandma, man. She was, she's leaving the door. This is the type of redneck people that I am uh, related to, right? Now, she's opening the door, leaving, and she said something a while ago. And I said to her, a while ago. I said, a while ago. She said, yeah, a while ago. I said, what the fuck is a while ago? She said, a while ago. I went, oh, a while ago. And she said, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. That sounds like a fucking animal a while ago. It sounds like something that I would take. You, know, you would take some little fucking brat to the goddamn Cincinnati Zoo and just let's see the wallagos. You know what I mean? The goddamn wallago. It's a wallago. You didn't see him down there in a wallago, but uh, yeah, man, fucking wild. But yo, was out in a. Ba- I know. Look, I know. I said, look, you guys are saying we're outside. We're outside. We're outside. We're outside. To the point that it's fucking annoying. To the point that I just want to do. I just want to be inside. Because I do whatever the masses don't do. So, uh, yeah, I just want to be inside. I'm fucking sick of it. But anyway, a couple uh, weeks ago, well, last week, I don't know, I went to uh, the Oregon District in Dayton, Ohio. Now, let me preface this by saying I love Dayton, Ohio. Let's continue. Um, Oregon District is this cobblestone road in downtown Dayton, it's probably the most relevant road probably in Dayton, Ohio, uh, you know what I mean, and it is full of just local, it's just a strip, and it's just full of just local bullshit, bars and businesses, and everything's got those goddamn uh, uh, chalk signs outside of them with the little, uh, with the little, like, sayings or fucking uh riddles and shit on i'm like get fucking real we don't care it's a joke whatever um so that's the type of place that this is good place though cool you know what i mean we don't have anything else to do uh but if you haven't been there no no need at all uh so we're chilling there and i'm going with my homies and i go to this one spot shout out toxic brewery you know me i'm not a big drinker you know what i mean the only thing we're drinking is bang energy uh, but you know, I smoke a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not a big drinker at all. Uh, but I do get lit and this time I was feeling lit. I was wanting to get lit. Uh, so I get to this spot and they got, uh, these slushies, right? These fucking things called Ricky Rose. And I was like, Oh, Ricky Rose's. And it's like, uh, I think I'm saying that right. I don't fucking know, but it's like a slushy with Rose and all this bullshit. Right. So I'm fucking drinking that and I'm getting lit in Dayton and I'm like, yo, let's go to this one spot. So this new spot is like this restaurant that opened up, and it just opened up a couple weeks ago. And I, I'm gonna bleep out the name. Can I? I'm just gonna say it, and then I'll just bleep out the name because it's probably not a, I, my homie works there, so I'm not trying to uh, fuck your shit up. But so we go to this restaurant that had just opened in Dayton. I guess in I'm not a Dayton culture person, but this is like the new cool restaurant, right? It's underground with the lights. And let me tell you something. They have you got to have reservations, bro. Reservation, reservation, reservation. And they were in Esquire, dude. And let me tell you something. Every single person there that works there that's ever eaten there wants you to know about this fucking Esquire article. They want you to know. I don't know why they think being an Esquire in 2021 means anything. But, yeah, they're fucking, let me tell you something. They will pull that card immediately. So, uh, anyway, so I'm like, hi, let's fucking go, right? All this bad shit. I'm like, let's go to the restaurant. So, we pull up, and we get in the back, and we, we go down on some, like, fucking Drake shit about to go through the back. So, I'm hype as hell. I'm like, oh, this is about to be lit. So, one, you know, bald chef-ass motherfucker comes out, and he goes, yo, uh, we're going to get uh, 
the host is for you guys. We'll be right back. So, and he goes, by the way, do you guys have reservations? And my homies are like, no. And he was like, ooh, that could be a problem. And I was like, here we fucking go. So then the fucking girl, the hostess comes out. And as soon as she opens the door, she goes, you're going to hate me. And I was just like, yeah, absolutely. And she goes, yeah, um, we have, we have, re it's reservations only. Come back uh, one night when you guys have reservations. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Do you know the icon that is at, first of all, I should have been at this restaurant before this. I should have been at some private opening. The goddamn ribbon cutting. I should have been at that motherfucker, okay? Like, like, and so they're rejecting us and they're like, nah, we can't. And literally as soon as we get out, right, I'm talking my shit, blah, 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 right? And I'm drunk too off the Ricky Rose's. And there's a girl to the left is on her smoke break from the restaurant. And I swear to God, the first words out of her fucking mouth were, yeah, well, we were in the Esquire. We were in the Esquire. We were in, and I was just like, that goddamn Esquire. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> but yeah, bro, anybody that just really made me mad. But dude, the, 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 the bouginess of being this restaurant in Dayton, Ohio, like get the fuck over yourself. I don't fuck with that vibe at all, but you, but the funniest part about this is, right, is that I was rejected to get into the restaurant. They weren't feeling, and I guess it was a valid point. Whatever. You're going to fucking let a goddamn legend and fucking everything I've done for goddamn Dayton, Ohio. Okay? Southwest Ohio, period. Um, Yeah, so they didn't let us in, and I was just, you know, and, it, and the, the dude hit me up immediately uh, that had said, like, I don't know if he owns it or some hedge fund. I don't fucking know. And they're like, hey, man, I was wondering uh, what went wrong. Because, you know, me, I went to the Soch immediately. Like, you're going to feel my goddamn presence if you don't want to. You know what I mean? But uh, they were they were like, yo, I want to know what went wrong, man. They DM me like, I want to know what went wrong. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, oh, no, it's all good. Like, no. How about what went wrong? And uh, please come to the restaurant any fucking time you want because you're a goddamn day and icon and we will let you in. How about that? Okay, so, uh, but yeah, fuck that restaurant, fuck Esquire, if you don't let Pucky in, but yeah, no, okay, so what I was saying is the best part about this is when you go to their IG, the three first pictures at the time, I don't know what it was now, but the three first pictures is a guy, my homie, wearing off the rope on their Instagram, like not even on some like uh, a Monday night shirt or nothing, literally a helmet tee that says off the rope. It's just so, I guess that has nothing to do with it, but it is a little bit irony that like my brand, like, it's just like, you don't know who you're rejecting. All right. But fuck it, man. Um, honestly, if they fucking invite me, which probably isn't going to happen. By the way, I have not got, after the last episode, I have not got A, an invite to the Dave Chappelle summer camp and B, I have not gotten approached by one female about, uh, going to the sneaker ball as a date. So, uh, high times are really thinking about going to the sneaker ball dolo. Okay. Uh, and you know, I mean, <clears throat> why bring sand to the beach? You know, if you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah, so that's just an update on that. No one is fucking with me on that, but, uh, listening wise one is goddamn Tyler, the fucking creator album. Um, call me if you get lost. Literally one of the hardest albums I have heard in a long ass time, but it's not only, it's the hardest album I ever heard from uh, Tyler himself. You know what I mean? Like 
I've always been a Tyler like a uh, fan and appreciated him from like day one from day one but I never fully connected to the music I fucked with it a little bit and I feel like he really obviously elevated rapping it and other genres or whatever but he just elevated himself and evolved and evolved and evolved and like I said I fucked with Flower Boy I fucked with Wolf I fucked with like all of his albums uh except for Igor Igor's great but you know me I don't fucking listen to like love songs and shit by the way i delete all rap songs that are all love songs that are on an album so the tyler album is so good and it's actually minusing like the love songs that are on it because i just instantly as soon as i download it i'm like eh, out eh, out like you know what i mean and the fucking song with nba young boy is so good it's so good tyler the thing about tyler that i love is that he will make everybody that he wants a feature from he will make them sound the best they've ever sounded. He hears it in his head and he hears how this person can sound and it always turns out so hard and the best they've ever sounded. You know what I mean? Like the 42 Doug giant. Like 42 Doug, first of all, can I just say, love that little guy, dude. Love that little buddy, 42 Doug. I would, 42 Doug reminds me of this little feller that I was buddies with uh when I was a kid and he was a little guy and he would like ride the back of my wheelchair and we would like go down hills we like all this kind of shit like and it was like really fun uh and 42 Doug reminds me of that and I'm just like how awesome would it be if me and 42 Doug just were like buddies I was like his big buddy <laughs> he's a little buddy <laughs> a little 42 Dougie little 42 Dougie I love you but um no sorry that was weird but yeah, so, I mean, but that feature's crazy, like, and, uh, let's talk about the DJ Drama situation for a minute, amazing, Gangsta Grills, if you're 29 years old, I really don't need to go in depth to why, uh, that hits you so hard, and it's funny because me, I was talking to my buddy, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, when these DJ Drama and Don Cannon, shout out Don Cannon, uh, mixtapes will come out, I would actually look for the version without the dj on it honestly i would look for like the the uh version that didn't have dj drama or dj cannon on it but now 10 years later nostalgic da 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 fucking love it fucking appreciate it and it does just hit really hard you want to say the type of things he's saying like when you memorize a song you memorize something that dj drama said when he's talking shit but uh obviously the influence of pharrell's uh mixtape with dj drama the prequel uh it was was such an inspo for this album you know what i mean and that mixtape was such a talking shit and such a flexing album of just shitting on people and diamond this and car this and that's really uh what this album has a lot of uh you know what i mean i love how the rolls royce is a huge theme of this project uh it seems to be yeah, like almost talked about probably in every song. Uh, but he also has like a dope-ass message too that like, you know what I mean? And maybe, I'm not, I gotta go back, but like I think this is probably his dopest message in an album. And maybe I'm wrong about the message, I'm not sure. But I think the message like is like fucking travel because none of this other shit, you know what I mean? Like, but uh, yeah, man, Tyler just rapping. It just feels like he really, it's just a real rap album, dude. Even the love songs that I deleted, they're rap fucking songs man so i saw two uh performances that he did that uh one in la one in new york they they looked fucking amazing the album looked like it fucking translated uh 
so good. So I know uh, that it will, you know, album of the year. I don't really, you know, see anything topping it. We got a Kanye album coming out tomorrow. Uh, well, by the time this will be out, the Kanye album will be out hopefully. But, you know, and I don't know what to expect from that. I was really uh, hype at first because I see him with the mask on and he's not showing his face and he's not talking. It feels very pre-Yeezus, right? Pre-Yeezus era. And then he comes with the actual, like, low-key mask that he had while he was, uh, you know, on, like, wearing, like, starting Yeezus. So, uh, back to the first one. So, it looked very Yeezus-esque and you think divorce, you're like, oh, all black, you know, it's about to be lit. But uh, the Nike commercial that came out last night which i don't yeah i'll let somebody else uh touch on how he got how the nike whatever adidas thing but uh it sounded gospely it sounded you know it sounded like there's gonna be some god bars dude and i'm not fucking with that man like i fuck with god and all that shit for sure like i fuck with god he's cool as hell dude god is cool dude jesus fucking cool but uh i mean you know I'm not trying to hear bars of it. Like Kanye's last album is absolutely not for me at all. So shout out to the grass. They're fucking doing something. I'm actually glad this muffles my voice for the, for the neighbors hearing it. But, um, but yeah, so yay. I mean, so we got the yay album and maybe that'll be good. And then certified lover boy, who the fuck knows about that? Uh, but yeah, I think we got three really good albums that I'm feeling so far this year is obviously the Cole record. Then this Tyler record that just is next level and shits on everything. And then uh, I'm actually bumping the currently bumping the Vince Staples uh, album. That really was a good follow up for me to uh, listen to Tyler and then kind of get uh get off the, you know, move on from the Tyler and not fucking play it out or whatever. So, but we'll see, man. Tyler's album, fucking amazing. Uh, and, you know, this, this, this year is definitely shaping up to be what I thought musically. Like, people were really going to come hard musically uh, because they had waited for so long. And also, uh, my homie Travis Thompson, who, if I could recommend any artist to anybody, I don't usually do that, but I recommend my homie Travis Thompson, dude. This dude, cat from Seattle, young cat, uh, and he's just fire, man. I, I just fuck with him. I fuck with what he raps about, his content. He can rap his ass off. He looks cool. Uh, you can tell he's from... I don't, I don't get that the the music like it doesn't sound from this era, but you can tell that he came up on the same Kid Cudi's, the same Kanye's, as you know we did. So definitely check out uh, the homie Travis Thompson. But yo, we will be right motherfucking back. Thank you, episode four in this bitch. Don't touch that dial. It's the Pucks Out Here podcast. Here we go. Here we go. With Pucking to the God. Let me hold you. Fucking goddamn Bow Wow and Soldier Boy, uh, goddamn versus that shit was hard as fuck. Let me just tell you something. Actually, it was interesting. But first off, the fact that I love these cats, but the fact that Bow Wow, both of them really, are invest so invested into these records that you know Bow Wow is like performing a record that he that that he made when he was twelve years old. Like it's his new single. Like what? This is not what the play the record and like shut the fuck up. It's like that's what I hate about this because Lil Bow Wow is tight as fuck. 
even when he switched to Bow Wow type. But the Shad Moss, it was fucking over, and he pretty much showed you why here. Uh, pretty much showed you this is what cocaine versus marijuana looks like, pretty much. Uh, I don't know who won. They both fucking uh, kind of, I mean, once Bow Wow was behaving like he behaved, I was just like, fuck this, right? But he came out in the Tim couch, and let me just tell you something. Everybody says I've been, uh, been in Ohio, never seen Bow Wow, whatever the fuck that uh, lyric is. Fuck that, okay? I rep Bow Wow being from Ohio so hard, okay? I was fucking in 2000, 2001. I was a little fucking kid. I looked up to Bow Wow. I thought he was dope. He had the goddamn silky. Uh, uh, blue silky Iverson jersey, which by far is the best basketball jersey to ever exist. Uh, and then underneath that would be the T-Mac uh, silky magic jersey. Then under that would be the fence. Car- I could go on it. It doesn't matter. Bow Wow was legit back in the day. And then as a as a kid, and you, you never would hear rappers talk about Ohio when you were from a kid. I mean, you still don't. But uh, I never heard rappers talk about Ohio. So being like eight, nine years old, and this kid that's you know virtually the same age and era as you, and he's repping Ohio, Tim Couch jersey, all this shit, fucking was hype on Bow Wow. Fuck that. Uh, so fuck anybody who's like Bow Wow not from Ohio, man. Bow Wow is from Ohio, man. Been to Ohio, seen Bow Wow. You feel me? Okay. And if I co-sign it, you already know. Okay. But uh, yeah, man. I had to. Yo, this that battle was so amazing. I had to text my junior high girlfriend who used to give me tugs in the movie theater. Okay. And uh, in in middle school, and I was just like, yeah. And it just brought back mad memories. And um, she is a lesbian now, which is amazing. Shout out to her. She is married, and uh, yeah. So. Anyway, uh, that battle, yeah, that was a wild one, but, you know, I saw, yo, know, an AEW fan ran into the ring, that's another thing I want to finish off on, I saw a fan in AEW run into the ring a couple, like, a couple episodes ago, and I was listening to a show, and they were talking about how bad the security is now at wrestling shows, they said they don't really need, like, because wrestling isn't, like, as popping and lit as it was, you don't need armed cops, you don't need that, you can just have, you know, some fucking slub dick, uh, you know, that's my size with a goddamn security, you can basically have me with a security shirt on, and that is the security at these wrestling events, okay, and I was just, like, thinking, like, yo, it's even way worse than that, this is AEW, and that is, like, big shit on TNT, whatever, but, like, dog, I used to go to, like, when I would go to Rawls and Smackdowns, uh, and lives, even like house shows, but definitely Rawls and Smackdowns in Dayton at the Nutter Center, bro, the security was, I could have fucking went in, dude, like, first of all, when you go down to your seats at the Nutter Center, which is our home uh, arena, the handicap seats are on the floor, so you can't just walk, like, down the steps to get to them, right, you have to go on the elevator, go down, and walk, and then come through the floor, but when you go through the elevator, and you go down, you basically go right through Gorilla, it's the dumbest thing for them, it's awesome for me, but like, you go right through Gorilla, basically, so I've seen like, mad wrestlers every time, right, so the first time I like, peeped what this, this was, probably the first time I went, 
I fucking remember I would get, the security is so bad like they would walk you and then you're kind of at the left of the stage I would if I turned left I would literally just take a f- straight shot right onto the stage and no nothing would happen like well obviously people would like come and get me but like it would take a second and it would take like I mean you're trying to move me I'm in a chair that's 300 pounds and I'm fucking over 300 pounds that's 600 pounds of goddamn you know I could have really forced their hand there uh uh you know what i mean but yeah but anyway i would always i would always take down the i would always take the elevator down and when and i would just wait till there was a line right and just like a bunch of because i was in the handicap section so you know a bunch of handicap motherfuckers and i would wait till there was a little line and i would just and you would go to the right i would fucking bust that left and boom your boy was goddamn looking like it was a goddamn smackdown like a segment you know what i'm saying like a backstage brawl going down it looked like a pucky was in a pucky was in the backstage brawl ski do you understand so uh yeah and i would walk i would roam around back there they, like literally roam they would not i could knock on if i wanted to just, i didn't really see anybody or you know anything cool like that but i would always just like straight up just roam back there would and it would always be my thing like i would go just to do that like i wouldn't sometimes i wouldn't even hit my seats i would go and 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 bust that left out of the fucking elevator and just roam around backstage until somebody was like get the fuck out of here and it would usually be like an old lady like an hour in you know what i mean so yeah the security at wrestling shows is way worse than you think it is but look honestly that would have been lit you need me on a fucking show god damn it all right need me that motherfucker but look man this is gonna be a short fucking episode because look man it is what it is baby we're here we're fucking back it's goddamn episode foe pucky and foe please keep watching this shit please keep fucking with this shit thank you to everybody who has been hitting me up saying yo this shit is funny i love it or i love hearing da 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 whatever dude because this is just me trying to trying to trying to vent on a on a every week every month kind of basis so the fact that you guys fuck with it is amazing. So uh, thank you to everybody that does. Keep sharing it if you think it is worthy. And I fuck with y'all. We'll be back. Episode 5. It's going down. Episode 5. We got a special one. Okay. I don't know what's planned at all. But I know I'm not going five the episode five without it being a fucking banger. Okay. We'll Let's be back it. with another episode of the Pucks Out of Here podcast with Puckington the God.